Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Boy, my ass is swollen. Right. Let's look in the book of Psalms real quick. Or maybe we'll look real slow. It just depends upon the flow. Psalm 51, verse 1. Let's just do verse 1 through 3, because the highlights are starting to fade, but. Psalm 51, verse 1 through 3. O loving and kind God, have mercy, have pity upon me, and take away the awful stain of my transgressions. O wash me and cleanse me from, the, from this guilt. Let me be pure again, for I admit my shameful deed. It haunts me day and night. It is against you and you alone I sinned and did this terrible thing. You saw it all and your sentence against me is just. So I actually went through verse 4 there. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4. Always good to uh, confess our sins to our Maker. Um, you know, yeah, Jesus, Jesus Christ died for the sins of all mankind, but we have to come to the Father through Christ and confess our sins to the Father in heaven. Um, so, amen and amen for that powerful verse. Verses. So, we couldn't do it. We could not Could not get through a day. <laughs> Didn't want to inhale pure smoke. Um, without we couldn't get through a Trump press conference without the media sputtering out gibberish. Um, yeah, and Trump handled things uh, rather well. You know, his his last when he was real. No, I shouldn't say the last one, but anyways. A couple of uh, press conferences ago, he was, uh, you know, real combative. And, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of getting fed up with, you know, the media's shenanigans. Uh, today, you know, in the Rose Garden, he just had a, you know, kind of happy-go-lucky... Uh, Thanking the CEOs of some of these companies that have stepped up in the manufacturing of uh, protective equipment, personal protective equipment, PPE as it is called, um, 
the companies that are making the swabs, uh, the presidents of CVS and Walgreens and Kroger's uh, and Walmart, uh, um, all American companies that have worked with our government to help get us through this crisis. Um, and that's what I've been harping on, focusing on, for those of you that aren't from Wellsville, Ohio, and don't know what harping on means. Um, I've been focusing a lot on the partnerships and the the willingness of private industry to help during a national health crisis. Because for eight years prior to this, and even going back to 1992 with Hillary Care, or I don't know what, did they call it Hillary Care? Uh, when Hillary was in charge of the first round of national socialized medicine, the first attempt to get it through Congress, uh, and it failed miserably and then was shelved until the Democrats took the White House and had control of the uh, House of Representatives and Senate. Um, they pushed through, you know, the haphazard 10, 10 or 11,000 page Obamacare disaster um but anyhow anywho uh that was the highlight the topic of today's press conference because one so many new statistics have come to light through this antibody testing um and things are starting to change in the fight against the coronavirus I believe that under under cover, under the, I don't want to say under like anything shady, but there, scientific research has to be done in scientific method. So they're working on a cure, and I think maybe some things have been found. Let's just put it that way. Um, so, time will tell if that has come true. Um, different things have been said about hydroxychloroquine. Maybe it wasn't the miracle cure. Uh, they try to say now that it increases the number of deaths. They tried to corner President Trump on the um, idea that the number of people trying to drink bleach and Lysol uh, has increased since he made his um, remark about maybe we can find something that can disinfect the inside of the body. And that was taken dif differently and the media, you know, put brand names to it like Clorox and Lysol. Trump never mentioned those two products, never said you should ingest them, 
and he asked the scientists if they were going to research that or if they'd ever heard of that. And there, there are things that um, are injected into the body um, that boost the immune system and are used to kill, they're called uh, disinfectants or sanitizers um, and UV lighting or maybe not UV lighting but light from the electric mag oh is it the electron electron micro whatever light has been infused into the body before to kill viruses um and so when trump says it the media jumps all over it and then some of my smarter republican friends find articles and things where, hey, looky there, you know, there is something called a disinfectant for internal use, and it's only used by doctors in certain cases, okay, it's not drinking bleach, it's not injecting Clorox cleaner, uh, or Lysol cleaner, it's, you know, a very specific uh, type of molecule and atoms and things of that nature that are infused into the body. But here, I want to play the clip, clippity clip. It was the last question, and I almost turned off the press conference. I was watching it um, post, uh, whatever. After usually I watch it live, but today I had to had to work hard, so I didn't get to see the live PC. But round and round, and there we go. The last question from today's press conference. Listen, I'll just let it play. I'll let Trump's response play. Maybe. Is technology going to be my friend today? Can we play? Let's do one more, please, in the back. More Americans over the course of six weeks that died in the entirety of the Vietnam War that deserve to be reelected. So, yeah, we've looked. Okay, so the question was, in case you couldn't hear it, when an American president loses more Amer more people or more Americans in six weeks than we did in the entirety of the Vietnam War, does he deserve a second term? Now... Politicians started the Vietnam War with the Gulf of Tonkin incident where allegedly uh, North Vietnamese gunboats attacked an American Navy ship. And we'll just stick to the official story because there's too long of a conspiracy to go into full force. But... The Vietnam War was a very political war. 
and this, oh gosh, I am getting into a Vietnam War history lesson. Politicians did not let our American fighting men do what they do best, and that's kick ass. Okay? It was, it was, there was a lot going on. There was the failure of the M16 rifle with the ball powder, gunpowder, uh, which caused the guns to jam when uh, it was least. Well, you never want your gun to jam during a war, but, uh, you know, things of that nature, new weaponry, new things uh, being used that held our soldiers back at critical moments and a lot of policy from Washington held Americans back during that war but to compare that to the coronavirus Trump did not start the coronavirus China did okay Trump did everything he could to keep it out of the United States even early on, he worked with the World Health Organization when the World Health Organization sent a team of 20-some people to China to find out what was going on. There were two Americans in that group, along with people of other nations. And they came back with essentially not a lot of information from China. So, you know, Trump did what he could do and did what he had to do. But listen to his response. He's not combative, even though this was a very, very disrespectful question. Essentially making it sound like he caused these people to die. Lost a lot of people, but if you look at what original projections were, 2.2 million we're probably heading to 60,000, 70,000. It's far too many. One person is too many for this. And I think we've made a lot of really good decisions. The big decision was closing the border or doing the ban. People coming in from China, obviously, other than American citizens, which had to come in. Can't say you can't come in, you can't come back to your country. I think we've made a lot of good decisions. I think that Mike Pence and the task force have done a fantastic job. I think that everybody working on the ventilators, uh, you see what we've done there, have done unbelievable. The press doesn't talk about ventilators anymore. They just don't want to talk about them, and that's okay. The reason they don't want to talk, that was a subject that nobody would get off of. They don't want to talk about them. Uh, we're in the same position on testing. We are laughing the world on testing, and the world is coming to us, as I said. They're coming to us saying, what are you doing? How do you do it? We're helping them. So, uh, no, I think we've done a great job, and... One person, I will say this, one person is too many. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Trump handled that question beautifully. No doubt in my mind about that. Um, th this is just something that's, you know, become a daily thing of the press conferences. It's personal attack after personal attack against the president. And you know what? When you, They say it's lonely at the top, and, and it is. 
when you're the American president, you're expected to be the leader of the free world. And Trump, at the end of his remarks, uh, answer to that question, he did say, we're helping the rest of the world. The world is coming to us and saying, what did you do? How did you do this? Well, private industry was asked and also others volunteered to work with the government agencies to save American lives. Okay, whether it was making masks, ventilators, new types of testing, new new swabs, the you know, the giant version of a Q-tip that they jam up your nose, kind of like I do my finger. Um, who knew my finger was a swab? Right? All these years, I've been ahead of, ahead of the curve. Um, but anyways, uh, so, you know, Trumpy baby handled her nicely. Um, I went and gra grabbed some statistics. I thought more people died in Vietnam than actually did. Um, not that we want anyone to die ever, but that's how this thing called life ends, baby. Yeah. You know, I want to live to be 102, but I still want to die in a hail of gunfire. I don't know how I'm going to pull both of those off. But, you know, by the time I'm 102, you know, they'll have new medicines and new things. And, you know, 102 might not seem so old anymore. So maybe I'll be going out in the prime of my life, robbing a bank and a shoot. Well, I won't shoot a cop. But I'll shoot near them so they have to, you know, fill me full of lead. But then again, maybe by then they won't be using bullets. Oh, man. I wonder if I'd be able to join the Army at 102. Well, I'll figure out a way to go out in a hell of gunfire when I'm 102. I got a lot of time to think about it. Um, Vietnam War. 58,220 Americans died in Vietnam. Um, so far, COVID-19 has killed 56,803. So she's a little off on her, her count, but all right, we'll, we won't, you know, hold that against the reporter lady. She was kind of cute too. Um, but, uh, then you go to, I want to look at a normal flu season. Um, the latest flu season, the estimated number of deaths has been uh, 29,000 to 50,000. Now, of course, this coronavirus came along, you know, right kind of in the middle of the flu season. So it kind of threw the numbers. Um but both the flu and COVID-19 have death rates of less than 1%. Now, the death rate for <clears throat> COVID-19 was projected to be as high as 7%. And 
and a minimal of two to three percent when you know these models as you hear them talk about when these models first came on the scene of what was the coronavirus going to be like what was this new unbeknownst virus going to do to us oh it's going to kill seven percent of the world's population we just know it and there were doctors early on going the media hysteria will be worse than the virus now we're finding antibodies for to the virus in hundreds of thousands of people possibly which is why now i think they've added that into uh one one graphic i saw just as i was getting ready for this podcast and youtube um one graphic showed a million americans have contracted this now that's uh, up from 500,000 a few days ago so there haven't been that many new cases what it's been is they're saying that from what they're finding in the antibody test i think they're finally adding it into the equation of the overall number so the number of contracted cases is going up while the number of deaths is basically staying the same of course you know someone new dies here and there every day uh, and we don't want that we never want we, we do not welcome death and we're not trying to downplay death but it's just a fact of the matter we're talking about a serious illness a conta- highly contagious but possibly not a highly lethal virus so uh these reporters are trying to get the ire of donald trump and somewhere along the line either someone's taken him aside and said hey take a chill pill and relax a, a lot a bit during these press briefings because they're getting cannon fodder to use against you in the election uh, every time you call people out and get combative. Um, and he was pre- rather reserved during this press conference. Now, the woman before the question that I played for you guys and I'm talking about, there was an Asian woman who said that Kim Jong-un was on Fox News last Saturday night and... <laughs> gave a quote and uh trump cut her off and said he couldn't have been on fox news last saturday night because no one knows where he is so he couldn't have given a quote last saturday night on fox news and then he just kind of skipped to this uh young lady who was trying to make a name for herself probably um by asking this uh vietnam question so with with that, we'll wrap it up. I, I really I was struggling. I, had, I worked a long time today, and I I didn't think I would have anything to podcast about. And I was going through the news, and and it was, it's kind of like man, it's getting old talking about this virus now that it's like it's not a big deal, you know.
you know, I'm, you know to the people that lost family and loved ones, I, I'm sorry for downplaying it, but it's not on the mass scale the bubonic plague or something of that nature. So, uh, like I said, it's kind of getting boring. Uh, they're working on stimulus part four or part five or part God knows what, but there may be another $1,200 set of welfare checks. Um, maybe tomorrow I'll talk some about Ohio's reopening strategy once I know more about it. I saw a very basic outline of it. Um, basically, by mid-May, everything will be reopened, but customers and employees of every business socially will have to wear masks a friend of mine posted no masks no service this is kind of cool um a cool idea but anyways so y'all good night god bless you i love you pray for one another out there we all need prayer the lord hears our prayers and i'll talk at you the next time on the panic attack. Until then, life, <laughs> life, like, share, subscribe, and stay groovy, my brothers. The hell does that mean?